재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 Examining Korean cultures past and present through compelling conversations and documentary storytelling This is Koreascape on TBS EFM 
heavily associated with gang membership and kind of showing off what gang you're in, kind of that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Makes getting a tattoo as a young person in Korea all that more subversive, almost yeah, exactly. uh, a, a pushback on, you know, I'm going to do what I want despite what you, the older generation, want for me. Right. So in my quest to learn about tattooing and the tattoo culture in Korea, I first set out to talk to a licensed tattoo artist, Dr. Cho Myung-shin. In Korea, is uh, specifically, is a uh, uh, tattoo to make a tattoo is uh, classified into the is a medical practice. That means is a medical doctor can do that only, and it's a strict regulation for the general person except medical doctors is a, a continued here. So, Madeline, I can kind of hear some wisdom there. I mean, tattoos, if you drill down, literally, I mean, you're looking at tiny needles penetrating the skin over and over. It does have kind of a medical aspect to it. Exactly, yeah. And the thing that sets Korea apart is, you know, most other countries that where tattooing is illegal, it might be illegal for, like, religious or cultural reasons. Uh -huh. But here it's essentially just because it's a medical issue. You know, you have a needle piercing the skin. So they want to just make sure that people who are getting tattoos are in a healthy and safe environment, not any risk of, you know, spreading disease or anything like that. Yeah, and of course these are fueled from the era of HIV, AIDS, other kind of things that can be, even with micro needle penetrations, could be considered kind of a risk. So uh, if you, you don't have to be a full-on medical doctor, I imagine, to administer tattoos, or do you? Well, let's listen to what Dr. Cho has to say. Uh, it's very simple. Medical doctor. Is that, is that all? Okay, that answers that question. Yeah, so, that's all. Uh, you know, <laughs> tattoo artist and uh, general family practitioner are basically on the same career path here in Korea. They're going to need to go to, uh, you know, pre med, medical school, intern somewhere, and then be a doctor. Essentially, yeah. And then that doesn't even include going to like a design school or a tattoo school. So, you know, he's, you have to go get your bachelor's degree. That's what, four years of college go to medical school, medical school, another like four to six years, and then, you know, do a residency, get your license. Yeah. And, you know, the reason why there's not so many licensed tattoo artists is because once you have that doctor's license, why wouldn't you just go be a doctor, essentially? You, you might make more money that way. So that's where you start to see a lot of these underground artists. Uh, so about. you're saying not every tattoo artist out there in Korea is to be addressed as doctor so-and-so. Unfortunately not. I think Dr. Cho said he's one of maybe 10 or so legally licensed doctors in Korea giving tattoos. What's Dr. Cho's deal? Does, is tattoos all that he does or is he a practicing doctor in addition to that? He does, uh, according to him, he does like plastic surgery, he does piercings, uh, but I believe tattooing, once you see his office, it's, you know, designs plastered all over the wall, you've got the tattoo paint lining the walls, a bunch of different pictures, so I think tattoo is most of what he does. Okay. So fascinating, uh, massively overqualified tattoo artist, I would think. I mean, obviously, tattoo artists—they've got to be skilled. They've got to have the uh, the chops to do these gorgeous designs. But uh, it's fascinating that in Korea, you're expected to have a full-on medical degree. If you are one of the illegal underground tattoo artists out there, and the police catch up with you, uh, what kind of fines or punishments are there? 
uh, obviously, as with most illegal activities, there are consequences. So uh, if you tattoo in Korea without a license and you're discovered, I guess, I think you receive at least one year in jail. I think there's automatic jail time there. These tattoo parlors, are they like speakeasies? Can you advertise? Can you have a, a, a sign out in public saying, I'm a tattoo artist, without inviting police to come in and crack down? Right. Obviously not. That would uh, be an open invitation for a raid there. But uh, most of the tattoo artists in Korea, they're using uh, social media okay. to advertise their business. Social media and word of mouth. When people come get tattoos from them, they kind of use them to, you know, they tell their friends and their friends tell their friends. And then they have their social media accounts. But, yeah, there's no, it's really hard to find these places if you're just walking down the street. Yeah. It's not, you're not going to see a place that says tattoo. As you would in so many other places. Exactly. I remember you know, when I lived in Hong Kong, there was a street full of tattoo artists, and they'd put their, uh, their work, displays and pictures and photographs of their work right out on the street. But here in Korea, since it's illegal, just like so many other legally gray areas, it's kind of transpiring on social media. I do see younger people, though, younger Koreans even, more and more with tattoos, sometimes extreme ones. Yeah, I, I noticed the same thing coming here, which really surprised me. So I talked to a few underground, I'm doing air quotes, underground tattoo artists, and I got their thoughts about this. It has changed a lot um, for the last couple of years. And when I started tattooing, um, not many people got tattoos. But now, uh, especially young people, open their mind and... They change their thought, and even old people, like middle-aged people, change their mind. And sometimes they come with the children, so they get tattoos together. And yeah, it's a little changed, but still changing. Well, I think I think it's a lot to do with Korean people in general having more interest in other countries so uh, because there's a lot more foreigners in and out of Korea and there's a lot of sort of interest towards fashion overseas and like um, models overseas or whatever TV overseas stuff that's happening overseas all the time Korean people younger people now are sort of like oh that's cool and they're getting more interested in different types of jobs different types of yeah, people what are, you know like unique people um, different cultures but before that, it was sort of more closed off, and that's why people... And I think that's all the same. It just tattoos falls into that. Um, I think that, yeah, younger people are just more open to it because if you look at other countries, it's just not a, such, it's not a big deal, right, because it's legal in every other country. Um, yeah, so I think the older people, they just sort of... Yeah, I think it sort of freaks them out that, you know, you're hurting yourself, and, like, yeah. They don't think past the... The, the painfulness of it or like the imagery of it yeah how much does it hurt to get a tattoo madeline it depends on your pain tolerance and where you get it so for some people it's awful and some people enjoy getting tattoos <laughs> <laughs> I, that could be a reason why i never got a tattoo i'm not a big fan of pain mm -hmm. but uh, it is hundreds of little teeny weeny needles sticking you right I don't know about hundreds. I don't know the exact science of tattooing. Okay. But, yeah, it's essentially it's multiple needles that are piercing your skin very, very quickly. It's not. It doesn't hurt that much. Like, everyone 
gets addicted to getting tattoos. Once you get some, it, it is like you forget the pain. So you want to go back and get more. You are pretty hardcore. I had no idea our Madeline from the <laughs> University of Texas was such so extreme. So, yeah, you, you, we heard in that bite uh, how it's kind of evolving, changing. You obviously didn't uh, carry out a massive society-wide social research project on this. But from what you were able to gather, uh, did you get an impression that attitudes are evolving towards this? They are, even especially among the younger generation. You see a bunch of young adults these days in Korea with tattoos. But even among the older generation, it's changing. When I go to the sauna, I see people with tattoos all over their body or on their back. I can stand dragons and tigers, but sometimes when seeing someone having some disturbing animals like snakes on their body, I automatically turn my head and feel uncomfortable. Do you get any kind of sense that the laws themselves may change, that they may update this for the reality? There was talks a few months, years ago, there were talks about changing the laws. I think it's still somewhere in the distant future. Uh, of course, you have to think about the health aspect. That's a good reason that the laws are in place in the first place. Mm-hmm. Um, but with attitudes changing so much and so little practicing, legally practicing doctors, you just kind of have to weigh the options. There may come a point where just as a matter of practicality, if there are that many tattooists out there kind of operating in a gray area, it might make better sense for the law to recognize it, regulate it, apply standards. And that's something people, I think, would play ball with rather than an outright ban, which as the years goes by, just kind of uh, becomes more and more unrealistic. Exactly. I mean, you see a bunch of people with tattoos, so, and you think about how little practicing doctors there are here doing tattoos. So you have to kind of realize, you know, where, where are they coming from? So eventually it's got to get to that point. I think so. So although tattoos are still considered illegal, we can see that attitudes towards them are changing and there might be the possibility of laws changing in the distant future. But uh, for right now, whether people are legally or illegally practicing, they're just doing what they love. Just tattooing in general sort of makes me feel more positive and like I, I see it as, as a way that like, I'm, I make people happy and um, when people get a nice tattoo, they look in the mirror and they have like a really dorky smile and then they say they really like it and I make people happy. So, I mean, I just want to tattoo for the rest of my life and I think I want um, tattooing for me to be an opportunity for me to meet other people and to travel and to express sort of my personality and my art and stuff like that. Yeah. So tattoo is an art, but we have to remember uh, this art is not it's not made as, uh, to the as a canvas, but to the as a human being. So we have to have uh, is a responsibility is uh, to the as customer and is uh, who is a human being. Nice little musical flourish there, that piece of music just kind of summarizing the whole tattoo mindset, do you think? I thought so, too. Are tattoo people inherently kind of rebellious? 
Uh, I'm going to say no, yeah. generally. I, f- I feel like that's making a generalization to say that people with tattoos are rebellious. I know. I'm just uh, I'm teasing you a bit. I think <laughs> that there, tattoo people have obviously picked uh, an image or a single symbol that um, means a lot to them, and they're so willing to make that permanent. Would you get another tattoo? I would. I would. I am. You are? I am. That's the plan, eventually. Yeah. They are addicting. (laughs) I said it earlier. I I was serious. While I was getting the tattoo, I was like, I'm never doing this again. The one thing I would maybe at some point consider tattooing? A TBS logo. Of course a TBS logo, obviously. (laughs) Right on my arm. I mean, if that's not going to get women, I don't know what will. Um, But an ohm symbol. I might do that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's kind of cool. I think that's popular. Yeah, sort of. Not going to do the Hanja or Chinese characters things. There's too oh, yeah. much risk of yeah. putting, you know, frozen soy milk. That's on an my entirely hand. different conversation. Absolutely, Madeline Christensen. It's been great having you here with our team, and thank you very much for checking out the tattoo scene. Thank you for having me. And that'll wrap up the show for this weekend. Koreascape is produced by E.Q. Huang with associate production from Jamie Lee. Writing is done by GP1 and I'm Kurt Asian. Remember to follow us on Facebook or Twitter. Koreascape is the handle. And we'll see you on Monday with new editions of Culture Pulse and Rock Scholar. See you then.